Albert Einstein said, if you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not to people or things. Babe Ruth said, never let the fear of striking out keeping you from playing the game. Will Smith said, money and success don't change people. They merely amplify what is already there. Steve Jobs said, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by a dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Welcome to Make Shit Happen. This is episode number 198. My guest today is Samuel Bates. He's a husband, father, and a personal development business coach. He's also recently became an author. He published, self-published a book called Get Your House in Order. It's an easy and it's easy to follow and practical guide to making your ideal life, your ideal, your real life. I love this interview with with uh, Samuel Bates. And as I went in the interview, I think the interview just got better and better and better. So I urge you to listen to the whole full interview. And uh, I love what Sam had to say. And this was this was a good interview, I think. A solid, good interview of how anybody can just improve their life, develop, you know, you know, develop themselves in their life. And like Warren Buffett said, the best investment you can make is one that you make in yourself. Guys, without further ado, let's listen to this interview with Samuel Bates. Hey, Samuel, thank you so much for joining me today on this uh, Zoom podcast, you know, uh, us connecting via this great thing called the internet. Thank you so much for taking your time. And I know you're not at home. I know you are traveling right now. So again, I appreciate you joining in. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and, and uh, being patient as I took some time to get back with you on it. No problem. So Samuel, I know you're a personal development coach. And of course, I know you're, you're married, you have, you have, you have kids. T- tell, us, tell us a little bit about you and your personal development journey. How did you get into it? You know, how did you become a coach? Uh, a lot of people, when they see someone, they like a personal development coach. Well, how do you do that? What made you become a personal development coach? So tell me about a little bit about your journey. Sure. So, um, you know, growing up, I always kind of had like that drive, motivation, and ambition, really no basis for it. I didn't, and I'm not knocking my parents here, but they weren't really driven or ambitious. Um, but I always had a, a craving and a desire for more. Um, so as soon as I hit adulthood, I just started, um, reading all the books that I could, the classics, you know, think and grow rich, richest man in Babylon, all the, all the mindset and and personal development books that are, um, kind of the historical ones. Right. And then with, again, the beauty of the internet there, I was able to start tapping into the, the minds of some of the greatest business people right now, investors, you name it, um, and that's how I was spending my time, right? Even into my 20s when friends were drinking and partying, I was studying those who are better than me who have what I want. Um, so, you know, it was about a 10-year journey of working on that. Um, and then when I would have friends or family members who were experiencing uh, something that I had now experience with because I've read about it and I've learned about it from the best there is, uh, I was able to kind of say, hey, you know, I read a book about this and this is what I think you should do. Or I took this and I implemented it into my life and I've had success and I think you should do the same. Um, so the the development of becoming a coach was 
almost just because people were asking me so much and then their feedback was, wow, I did that and that worked. I'm like, well, right. It worked for them. It worked for me. It's going to work for you. Right. So inevitably I just decided maybe I should give a little more time and energy to this um, and see if there's a way to not only help people, but, but monetize the knowledge that I've gained. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm surprised you said richest man in Babylon. Uh, I've been wanting to read that book. I, I haven't got a chance to do so yet. I mean, of course, I've read Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon mm -hmm. Hill. And I listen, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Jim Rohn fan. Okay. So I watch, uh, you know, I listen to him all the time. And he he preaches about that uh, richest man in Babylon. Says it's a very easy to read book. Very. And, uh, and yeah, and, and I mean, I, I definitely, that's on my list to, to get that. Maybe maybe yeah. in December I'll I'll get that book finished. Um, <laughs> so 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 you go on this journey of of becoming a personal development coach and and you know because just by mere accident I'll say or or more like people you know your your friends and family asking you and you're like oh you know what I can do this I I need to I can probably help people I need to help more people and make it a business out of it so that's good and then I know recently you wrote you wrote a book correct. Yeah, yep. I wrote a book called Get Your House in Order. Okay. So, so get your house in order. Number one, the title. What is that? Where did you get the title and why did you come up with that title? Um, so it it's a title that most people can relate to because they've heard somebody say get your house in order if they're talking about financially, if they're talking about, you know, survival wise, you know, you hear a lot about it in the pandemic. That get your house in order, you know, inflation and empty grocery shelves, what have you. Um, and the genesis for me was realizing that there's multiple facets to my life and that although most people don't like to compartmentalize aspects of their life, if you don't separate it, it either bleeds into something else or it becomes an excuse why you're not working on it. Right. Um, so when I developed the, the room that was my career, cause I was so frustrated in the career that I had chosen. Um, I just had an epiphany one day that I feel like I had been in this room, which was my career, and I had changed the furniture, changed the paint, um, done all the things to make this room better, but the realization was the room was just wrong, right? And then I went, well, if I, if I come to terms with the room I'm in will never be good enough because the room I need to be in is over here, then I can work on improving what this room will look like instead of keeping on trying to change this room. And then when that worked for me career-wise, I went, well, if I did this with my fitness, if I did this with my marriage, if I did this with my kids, things could be better. So I implemented it into my own life, had tremendous success with it, and then tried to conceptualize it so that I could put it into words and an action plan and give that information to others. So when you say room and you change the furniture and you change this and this to 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 make it simple you basically saying like your job was was your one room your career was one room correct okay and like health and fitness is another room yeah. you when you are saying room is just basically is that facet of life or that 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 that's what it is exactly am, am i correct all right Absolutely. just just to simplify for our audience right there so 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 this book that you have get your house in order. Uh -huh. What is, what is, I mean, is it, is it something that 
how you want to teach people? Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, so the subtext of it is an easy and an easy to follow and practical guide to getting your making your real life or your ideal life your real life. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, I mean, truthfully, the book was meant to help somebody take an audit of their existing life, where they're at now, which most people will have some facet of their life they're unimpressed with that they wish to improve, and they probably have facets of their life that they're stoked on that are exactly what they would have wanted it's trying to bring cohesion to all of that so it's a quick audit of where my life is now having a visionary deep dream session of what does it actually look like what what am i doing for work how much money am i making what kind of father am i what kind of parent or a spouse am i right and then essentially bridging that gap here's where i am here's where i want to be let me get really 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 clear on how to get there um, and so in there, there's worksheets to, to help you. you know, it's not just this, read through it, grab a piece of paper, figure it out. I, I built out worksheets so people can go to the website and download those for free. Um, so really, and I'm already hearing feedback from people, the blueprint's there. Now, if you need additional assistance, right, that's where one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching come in based on the get your house in order premise. Got you. Uh, true. So how big is, how many chapters in that book? There's eight chapters. Eight chapters. And so basically it talks about, hey, you know what, becoming a, a good spouse, good parent, how, you know, your business, health and fitness, all, all kind of aspects or all facets of your life. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's not necessarily vague, but it's very open to interpretation because there may be people who don't have kids and don't want kids. So spending too much time or emphasis on how to be a good parent would lose those people, right? right. So it's more so take, take it like what's, what's going on in your life. Your life is different than my life, right? Um, and compartmentalizing this room, this room, this room, this room. And then the, the process of making your, your real, your ideal is the same for every single room. Yeah, true. So, so Samuel, uh, one of the reasons why you wrote, what was the, one of the reasons, uh, well, matter of fact, let me rephrase that question. I know one of the reasons you, you wrote that book is because it kind of worked for you and you wanted to share it with the, with the rest of the world yes. and teach people, hey, if it works for me, it can work for you. And so the worksheet that you put out on your, that's on your website. And I'm sorry, what is your website again? It's samuelbatescoaching.com. Okay. And it's on that website. It's basically steps that kind of work for you and you want to, and you basically telling people, Hey, this worked for me. I'm sure it worked for you. Correct. Absolutely. All right. And so what now that this, so when was, when was this book published? Uh, I self-published it last month. La oh, last month. So it's, so, it's fairly new. That's the word. I mean, go buy this? They, they, it's only available on SamuelBatesCoaching.com. Um, okay. And I specifically did that. It, it's not on Amazon or anywhere right now because I want to have that relationship with the with the buyer. Um, I, I could, but I'm not choosing to upsell and, and, you know, drip campaign anybody. I just want every person who buys to get a personalized note from me. Um, a wish for good intention 
And all of that is lost with Amazon, right? Okay. So, so right now that's the only place it's available. And, and yes, it became available as of last month, but it took me about a year to get through the process of writing it. Okay. Well, good. So, well, I'm, I'm yeah. congratulations on, on writing. I mean, on writing a book. I mean, that's a big achievement. Thank you. So, so what is the next step for, for you and this book? Um, the, the next step is the, the, the development of a course. Because <clears throat> I know a lot of people, I mean, the book is moderately short. It's 65 pages, but it, it's, again, it's very actionable. Um, I don't fluff anything up. We just get right to the point. We figure out how to do it. And then we, we start implementing, right? Um, so the next thing would be a, a course. So those who don't want to read can, can follow along to, for the visual learners, right? And then... I'm in the process of building out what will be the one-on-one -on -one and the group coaching based on the Get Your House in Order premise. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's, 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 that's awesome. That's amazing. You look like you've got a couple of things coming up over here. And, I mean, are is there another book in the future you might write? I mean, would you would you write it again? Would you self-publish again? Would you work with a publisher next time? Or what do you think? Or is it too early to tell? Um. I think it's too early to tell only because I never, ever would have dreamed that I would write a book. I love to read them, but the one-year process of writing that one, and again, it's only 65 pages, was arduous. I mean, I went through some real mental struggles of trying to figure this thing out. Um, but so, what, made you, what made you write it? I mean, writing a book is not easy. I mean, everybody always tells people, oh, you should write a book. You should write a book. But, you know, writing a book is not easy at all. No, it's no. It's a difficult uh, task. Yeah, it was, it was incredibly difficult. And uh, do you know who Coach Michael Burt is? No, I don't. Okay. So he's a personal development business coach of sorts. Um, I attended – a summit of his in Nashville, Tennessee. And he just really drove home. Like you got to have a book, like a book adds credibility. Um, it gives you a talking point and it allows you to take ownership of a concept, right? Like the get your house in order. That's not a, that's not a trademark of mine. That's not a copyright of mine, but the concept behind it, that's me, right? I'm the expert in that. Um, and I just felt like having a book out into the world may expose me to people who otherwise would have never found out about me and to not get it twisted at all. It really is not about me. Like I want, I believe that what, what worked for me would can and will work for so many other people. And so I, again, I was like, I'll make a quick short book. That's matter of fact, to the point and actionable. And then I hope with my most sincere intentions that people are able to, to take it real and make something happen for themselves. Nice. Nice. Well, I mean, I wish you good luck on this, uh, on this book. And, and I mean, I wish, uh, I wish you good luck on your personal development business coach uh, Thank uh, you. business. So tell me um, what, how can people, if people want to find you, want to, want to, want to see where you're at, where you're at on social media most of the time. So I'm on Instagram most at Samuel C. Bates is the handle. Um, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn because I feel like a lot of the conversations are more elevated. You know, people are more willing to have a conversation there. Um, <clears throat> and it's just 
Samuel C. Bates on LinkedIn. And then um, I co-own a business with my wife. So I'm often on her Instagram as well, trying to market and get her products out. What, 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 what is that product, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, no, it's um, our core business offering there is a magnesium cream that's a natural and organic handmade um, that has a multitude of uses for it. Um, and it's been a, it's been a fun business that is growing quickly and keeping us on our toes. Nice. 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 Always, always good to be on your toes, man. If you're yeah. not, if you're, if you're not going upwards, you're going downwards. That's exactly uh, right. That's, that's exactly right. So Sam, Samuel, I want to appreciate, I appreciate you coming over here, coming on the show, sharing little stuff, stuff for us. Before I let you go, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, you yeah. know, and, uh, what is, when, when you say personal development, what, what do you think? Why is it important? And what is the whole, I mean, what do you mean? What is the essence of it? Oh, gosh. I, I mean, I, I love the question, and, and I feel like it's, it's really loaded, and it is objective, right? But for me, the personal development is the, the whole person, the mind, body, the spirit, right? Um, and, and getting absolutely everything out of every facet of your life. Um, you know, I, I, I often tell people, like, if you're an incredible business owner, but you're not a great husband or you're not a great parent, like you're really not doing that great. Right. Um, if, I mean, if, if you're killing it at every part of your life, but you're incredibly unhealthy and you have comorbidities and whatnot, like you're not, you're not going to live very long. Right. You have a, you have an obligation to your friends and family and your loved ones to be in optimal health so that you can stick around it and make an impact. So Personally, developing for me is, is, is the total picture, you know, financially at home, in business, in the gym, you know, and, and, and the more you have, the more you can give, which is, in my opinion, the whole purpose. I, I, love, I love that answer. It's, I mean, uh, that's, that's a good answer. So, um, Samuel, it, do you have a goal? Hey, you know, this is how many people I want to inspire. This is how many people I want to kind of touch you know, through whatever, through social media, through whatever, you know, I have a goal. I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering, do you, do you have it? Do you ever think about it like that? Like, Hey, this is what I want to do. This is, I, this is how I want to make a difference. You might not have a, a number, but is there something that makes you tick? You know, I, I, I don't have a number and I'm not trying to be humble with this response, but if like, Literally, when one person says reading your book or something that you said made an impact in my life, literally, it made it all worth it. Like writing that book was really, really hard. And I don't want to discourage, discourage anybody from writing one by saying, oh, it was so hard. Right. But it was freaking hard. But the first time somebody got a hold of it and then said, I had a major breakthrough which actually just happened last week. I actually, the person kind of gave me a crap sandwich. They said, I got the book. I didn't expect to get anything out of it, but I thought I'd give it a read. And it really made me evaluate my life and see where I was lacking. And now I have a plan to improve. And I was like, well, the whole year's worth of writing was just paid for. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I mean, you know, uh, 
that that is that is so true i mean you know uh i think someone answered someone sent me a message one time on instagram and say hey you know i did this and this kind of change and i'm like same thing i went through i'm like i'm like that's all it took for me yeah. doing all the work all it took is that one person i i totally can relate with you how you yeah. felt i mean you know i, I mean if, uh, mine was just on a couple of posts yours was a was a whole book but but i can you know reaching that one person means everything so i i get it what you're what you're saying and yeah. uh, and i you know that that by itself is priceless right yeah uh, when someone when someone you know gives you that kind of you know credibility on that so so yeah, yeah. i believe well that, and you know. just just to mention like i didn't write the book to make money like literally i thought if this works for me i owe it not just to the to people in general, but all the people who gave knowledge to me, right? The, the Jim Rohns, um, the Zig Ziglar's, all those people who, yes, they monetize their books, but they had value to add. I make $0 on my book, like zero. I, I buy it. I have a shipping cost that coincide with it. this book is literally free to the end user and just covers my costs, essentially. Absolutely. Well, well that, that's good. I mean, you just and, and I mean, you know, hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Right. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. All right. So, last question I'm going to ask you is, and I ask this to all my guests: If today was the last day on Earth, okay, let's say you and you ended up living a hundred years old, had a bunch of kids and grandkids, and you know, had a great, fruitful life, you wrote several books, you know, mentored a lot of people, spoke all around the world. And today is the last day on this earth for you. And they come to you and they said, Samuel, I'm sorry. Everything goes with you. Your books, your YouTube videos, your, your all the motivational videos you did, all the speeches, everything goes with you. But here goes a pen and a paper. Write three things on it. Three things for your future generation, for the future world, how to live life, your three truces, your three key to... Key to grace, keys to greatness. Just write these on the piece of paper. What will those three be? Um, the first one would be to, assuming that you have kids, always give them a hundred percent of yourself while you're with them. Um, that that's a big thing for me. Is I'm, I give my kids a lot of time but it's a not a lot of time in comparison to what everything else gets, right? The day job and all the other things. So I make it a real point to give them a hundred percent of everything that I have on the times that I'm with them. Um, and I'll never, ever, ever regret that. Um, I would say, <sighs> whatever you are thinking about wanting to do, just start. You don't need to know all the answers. You won't have all the answers but you will figure them out by actually starting. Um, I wasted I wasted seven years of my 20s thinking about what I could be doing and not actually doing any of it. And now I'm actually seven years behind where I could be. That's a side note there. Um, and I would say the last thing is always give more than you take. Mm, expand on that a little bit for me too. Um, I mean, like to, I mean, we could look at it financially, right? Like if, if you have abundant means, give 
like you will always get it back. You can always make more money. You can always, I mean, money, money equals impact, right? That's why I, I chase money. I, I, I don't chase it actually. It, it comes to me pretty awesome now, but I, I like to give abundantly, right? Because I'm always going to get it back. And there's a multitude of ways I can go make more money. Um, I believe in pouring into more people, like pouring more into people than I'll ever ask of them. Um, some say it's a fault. I don't really ask for help. Like I know where to go to get it, but I would never ask you for help. Um, but I'd be the first one to offer it to you. And I think that if people made a point to serve more and receive less, we would all be a lot better. We live in a better world for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Those, those are three, those, those are three good messages. Tell me, uh, what, what is your, um, uh, perception of humility? <sighs> my perception of humility is. And is it important? And is it important? Oh, absolutely. My, my, my belief in that is that literally like, and it's a matter of fact, but we are all equal. We are all the same. We all have, we have emotions, we have needs, we have problems, we have successes in some way, somehow that seems to have been a division for us, right? Like, um, my, I have problems and I'm the only one who has problems, right? That's not the case. So I believe that just acting with equality and integrity, knowing that everybody's fighting their own battles in some way, shape or form. Um, I think it just really levels the playing field, right? Like you just, I, I like to live my life with empathy, right? I understand and everybody's got their own thing. Um, and what was your follow-up question? Is it important? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the division that's going on in the world right now just seems so frivolous to me because I realize at the core, we're all just having a human experience and none of us are really that unique from the other person. Is there, is there, is there anything that you do that is basically um, part of your routine or is there something like a message you want to, you know, give to people that, Hey, you know what, this is, you know, this is some things that you should definitely do. It worked for me. It will work for you. Um, any, any message, any, any kind of last things you want to talk about? Sure. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll answer that two part question is the first, the routine that I have is, is every single morning I wake up and I ride the spin bike in the basement for usually 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and it has little to do with health and wellness and a lot to do with, I hate it. I absolutely loathe it. But it's, it's that Brian Tracy concept of eat the frog, right? When within two minutes of waking up, I've committed to doing something that I really, really don't want to do that is super uncomfortable. From that moment on, the rest of my day is actually a lot easier because I already crushed something I didn't want to do within two minutes of waking up, right? Um, And I've made a decision that this, the first time I ever look forward to riding that bike in the morning is the day I will stop doing it. And I'm going to go find something else that I hate and that's uncomfortable to start my morning with. Um, and the, the parting piece of wisdom, I guess, would just be to literally like drive home the idea to people that you just have to start. Because I know every person has something they want to be doing and an excuse why they're not or can't. And... I bet you in a five-minute conversation, I could crush your excuse 
and explain to you why you could and should do what you're doing. And all you have to do is start. So, so one message for you, for people will be just start, stop thinking about it and start. Yes. As so many mentors before us have said, action cures anxiety. So whatever you're afraid of, take action and you'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know who said that, but they said that you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, so, so that's good. Thank you so much, Samuel. Thank you for coming over here. Thank you for sharing some insights with me. Thank you for, for your time because, and, and I appreciate it. Time is something that, you know, you can, you know, is, 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 is uh, not something that's irreplaceable. So I appreciate you donating your time to, to me and my audience over here. And thanks mm -hmm. for sharing some insights. Hopefully I get you back over here, uh, you know, in, in a year or so, check back with you, see how, how is everything going and, see how the, the book went and if there's a second book on the way. Okay. Sounds good. I appreciate you so much for having me on again, for being patient with me as I navigated getting here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Samuel Bates. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we subscribe to this podcast.